This is Zadmeister, and welcome to the Stream Coach Podcast, the show that helps you step up your game as a professional live streamer. And now, here is your host, she's read the first Harry Potter book 37 times, Ashney Christ! What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Stream Coach Podcast. First off, I want to give a shout-out to Zadmeister, for that awesome intro. You can find him on Twitch and on Twitter at Zadmeister. That's X-A-D-M-E-I-S-T-E-R. So, all right, today we're going to get into a topic that is really frustrating for a lot of people, and that is tech problems. So say you are starting up your stream, and for some reason your computer blue screens, and you're supposed to start at five o'clock, your computer's blue screening, now you're having to like let everybody in your community know like, hey, we're gonna be late, and you're trying to solve this problem while you're trying to tell all of your people that are supposed to be showing up and expecting to have you in their like daily rhythm of their, um, just of their life, but you're not there. And so you're stressing and, and that can be really, that's, that can be a really stressful situation for a lot of people, but there is this new service out that aims to help people with those exact problems. And not only do they want to help you with those problems, but they want to help you develop your problem-solving skills. And that service is called Support for Creators. I first learned of this by uh, someone named Grindhead Jim in the Twitch community. He's actually the owner of Support for Creators. And he went on Professor Broman's podcast and kind of gave this, this idea to Broman's community. And, and everyone gave him a lot of great feedback. And so he's really put a lot of time and effort into developing this idea to be something that's actually useful for streamers. And so that's why I really love it. I think it's really cool that he's had the community... Um, at his back whenever he has been developing this and it's just so cool to see somebody stepping up and actually trying to solve this problem for creators because tech support is one of the most frustrating things to have to deal with whenever you are a streamer like if you have one of those situations come up where something just breaks on you and then you have to do a stream at the same time it is super stressful I cannot you can't understand it unless you've actually had it happen to you right it's not fun so we're gonna jump into an interview with Grindhead Jim and he's gonna tell us all about support for creators and how to solve some common tech issues that streamers experience right now welcome to the stream coach podcast my name is Ashley Christ if you've never met me before I've been on Twitch since 2013 and have been live streaming since then. I was full-time for like six months, but I was like, I kind of suck at this. Why is somebody like Dr. Disrespect or Shroud so much better than me? Um, the last two and a half years, I've been doing a lot of research to figure out why. And now, the past couple of months, I have been sharing it with you guys through this podcast and my YouTube and Twitter and a bunch of other places. And this is my friend, my dude. It's actually this way, though. There we go. Grindhead Jim. Grindhead, tell us about our topic today, okay? We're going to talk about tech support for streamers, but mm -hmm. let's talk about S4 Creators, which is kind of your vision of how tech support and problem solving should be improved on Twitch. First of all, thank you for having me. <laughs> You're and welcome. I would, lo would love to talk about this. S4 Creators is my brainchild. I kind of came up with it. It's been this... I've been trying to solve a problem for a long time, and that problem has been, where do you go when you've got a problem? In every business I've ever been involved in, from food service to postal work to you know, supporting telephones, the military, there's always someone you call when something breaks. One place you go, you get those answers. And with content creation, there's tons of different sources for the stuff out there. You've got your Google searches, you've got YouTube, you've got forum posts, uh, developer emails, things along those lines, right? But there's no kind of centralized place where you can just go to talk to someone if you need help. It's not always just about the research and spending the time on that. So what S4 Creators is, is a help desk, IT support. We're the guys you call if you're a content creator and you need a problem solved. 
because we don't want you to waste your time. We want you to get it fixed, get it fixed fast, get it fixed right. So that's the main gist behind the, the company. I love that. So how did you come up with this idea? Walk me through whenever you first saw these problems on Twitch, how did you know, like, I need to, I need to fix this? To be honest, it's been something that kind of was a slow burn because when I started doing YouTube, the very first YouTube video I ever did was uh, 12 years ago. And then I slowly got more serious about it. And then I did a brand shift right around uh, 2013. And as the longer I streamed on Twitch, the more YouTube videos I made, the more questions I had about how do I do this? How do I do this right? How do I do, how do I make the title cards look like that guy? How do I do this text here? How do I do this? And every problem I solved, I just kind of cataloged the information, right? And then I would find the better I got at it, the more questions I would receive in my chat, on my Twitter. And I'd do my best to solve it, but it's like, I can't do that all the time. Then one day, late last year, I went, why couldn't I do this all the time? Why could I not be that guy and get other guys and gals that are, have that same passion and do that? Because the reason these questions are being asked are because they're not comfortable finding the answers or they're stuck or they found part of the answer and they wanted to get the bounce ideas. So the idea behind it just was really like, so no one else has stepped up to do this. I might as well be the guy to do it. I've got 20 years experience in troubleshooting and problem solving. Let's do this. That's really <laughs> how it came up. And then I just kind of blurted it out there. Uh, I tweeted at Professor Broman in the early days of his podcast. I said, do you think this is there's any value to this? And he was immediately fired back, yes. I went on his podcast, got a great response, and I started, I got to take this seriously. That's how S4 Creators was born. That's so awesome. So let's... Uh... <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. I love this chat right now. It's so sweet. So let's walk through um, the kinds of ways that people helped you kind of like formulate this idea on Broman's podcast. Like, what was that experience like? Because he he pulls some pretty decent numbers. So I'm, I'm sure you had a quite a few people that were like giving you either advice or kind of picking yes. apart this idea both and it kind of came in waves it was kind of like the seven stages of grief or whatever because <laughs> they, started, they started off going like how would we ever do that and then i just answered those questions and i said well um because that was the first thing they, they all they were all like I, I get this is a cool idea in theory but why would you ever need to do this so immediately i fired back and i said and the, he, had a, he had a co-host and the co-host was like i would never use this i'm like i know you would because you take the time and do the research the fact of the matter is that there's always going to be that person that either doesn't have the time or the inclination or both. And there's nothing wrong with that to do that level of research, or maybe doesn't, isn't going to always want to understand the why's behind what's going on. They just want to fix it. They just want it fixed. Like the same reason I call a plumber. I don't want to learn how to do it myself. I'm going to call a plumber. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, that's a thing. And I said, but ultimately, if you take all that that aside, the base thing is if Google and YouTube and forums were enough, why are we still getting those questions asked to us every single day in Twitch? And you're like, I'm sold. They're like, I get it. I totally get it now. I said, all right. And then the chat turned. They were like, dude, I can see why this would be a help. And they're like, and they were started throwing me things that I didn't realize would be like a specialty, which has become like the number one thing. Someone said audio setups are so fucking hard. Yes. Uh, I would love a place to do that. And I said, well, that's one of my main things. I did sound engineering for years and I'm very proud of my sound on my stream. So that has become the number one thing. In fact, my first paying client, I walked him through picking out gear and setting up a mixer and a mic on his stream. The very first thing we did. Uh, and then after the show, because it was a live recording, and then I still get trickles and I'll get follows every, every day. Get a couple of follows here and they all get a DM here, an email there. Uh, the guy that is now my accountant I met because of that podcast. And let me tell you, I'm looking at the prelims on my refunds and not to, he's doing a good job. <laughs> he's doing a good job. Justifiable187, look him up on Twitter. Great accountant. He's also a Twitch streamer. Like he knows his way around that. And he helped me solve a problem I was having. Yeah. So. That's really awesome. And I feel like that is such a a hard part about streaming is whenever those random 
things happen. Like you have tech issues literally all the time. I can't tell you how many times I've started a stream and it's just like, I'm either dropping a ton of frames or like some piece of equipment isn't working or something right. is going wrong. And it just is so frustrating. It's like the worst way to start a stream because when you start a stream, like you want to be on point, right? You want to feel good exactly. and you want to feel like you're ready to kind of entertain and kind of to perform in a way and just to hang out with a lot of your friends. And that's a lot of energy. So I love that. I think this idea is great. I'm really glad that uh, bro man and his chat and everyone that helped you kind of formulate this idea have helped out to the point where you're now taking clients. Yes. That um, is so awesome. I just recently on Sunday kind of, I, I blurted it out on Twitter a few times, but I haven't really like blasted it. We did launch uh, a Patreon. Oh so the God. idea of, so the Patreon is, is basically, it's a discount off of like the per ticket a la carte stuff. So you could spend X amount of tiers all the way up to it, including you can just have me as a personal on call. You will get a, a number only clients get, you can wake me up if you need to kind of thing. Um, and the idea behind that is just to have an alternative to people that know I really want to be able to have help when I want it. It's meant to be, I don't want to pay 15 here, 20 there to have something solved. I want to be able to just get stuff taken care of. And that's going to be more for, I think the, uh, people who are either starting out or for like, so this is an idea we, you and I talked about where like a management company. Mm -hmm. that manages multiple content creators, they'll want to pay a flat fee to have our services if someone needs something. Yeah. And that's something that we're looking into as well. Yeah. There are so many opportunities for you there for sure. And I know Jay Brucifer666, who's actually in chat, but a big part of our Discord community, and he's in a bunch of Discords, but he's a super great guy mm -hmm. and is actually super interested in this kind of stuff as well. So that might be a, a good connection for you guys to either, you know, be friends or just... I'm already typing and, a link and have some, yeah. So that's really great. Let's talk about some like common errors because I think like the mm -hmm. business side of this is really interesting. It's really valuable, especially for people that are trying to kind of build up a business on Twitch. Um, there's mm -hmm. a ton of opportunities there, by the way, guys. I want to start like creating a little bit more content about like the business side of it because I feel like there are a bunch of different ways that people could actually be creating differently than they are now. That's way more um, reputable and you know worthwhile for them. But anyways, let's talk about some actual like strategies that people can use and mm -hmm. some common problems that people have. So you said. Um, audio issues were extremely sure. common. So talk to me about some of the most common issues that you see with audio on Twitch and what kind of fixes you would suggest for people. Yes. Um, people think with their mic that buying a great mic, they, they can just set it up and it'll just work. Not mm. so. <laughs> Doesn't go that way. And because the more expensive the mic you have, the more sensitive it is, the more dynamic range it has, meaning it can do more for what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, someone actually asked me, um, in fact, it was the same client because he was having problems tweaking uh, the settings for his microphone, which is, he actually has the same one I have because I know this works, I can rely on this. Uh, and he's like, well, my headset mic, I didn't, it was just set and forget. I'm like, yes. And the way I explained it was like, your new mic can do this much, can take all of the sound sp space and transmit it however you want. Your PC mic can take like this much. And it's a smaller space. It's designed to only capture that space. It's not gonna give you the depth. Therefore, there's not as much to mitigate. So in those cases, you wanna use something called compression and you wanna use a noise gate. Mm -hmm. So compression, for example, is the art of lessening the distance between quiet noises and loud noises like i could scream into this mic and it would not be much louder than what i'm doing right now because i have compression cranked on this thing so real, real quick what mic are you actually using this is an audio technica I think t110 let me double check that for you mm -hmm. i should just have this linked somewhere for easy use at this point which now i'm going to have a short link on my website redengine.com slash mic um but I'll, I'll get that for you here um and, and basically, 
what you're doing with compression again is you're limiting that distance of volume between the two sounds in a, in a, in a means to make it easier to handle your voice. So when you do that, you're limit you're doing a, a form of real time limiting, which will keep the peaks from being there, which is great. So that makes your sound better. And then you, you using a mixer or a different interface for a mic like this, because you have to have what's called phantom power. You can put bass into it and so forth. So I can go like way low if I want to. Whoa. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't do that, <laughs> but I can. Um, and, and, you, and you tweak the sound to best bring out the qualities of your voice. And, and then after that, so now you know that, you know, there's an old saying, good in, good out. So the better signal you put in, the better you're going to get out of it in the stream. So you tweak as much as you can on the board with the mic, and then you plug that signal into your computer. Then once it goes to OBS, you need to use um, you, you, more compression, believe it or not, uh, as well as a little bit of noise reduction. So like right now, I've got a, a fan going a few feet away. I've got you know computer fans down here and any other noise that may be going on, and OBS doesn't pick any of that up. Uh, Discord's very good at not picking that stuff up as well. Um, and those are the two, like like the main components of, of making a mic sound good if you've got something that is a higher, a higher quality. Um, so it's not just the, you know, picking the mic, setting the mic up in, in the way you want it to work, but it's knowing how to tweak the sound and tweak the signal and not just using those tools, but knowing what they do, why they do it and how they work, which tends to be, that's the hard part sometimes. Cause so often when you're solving an issue like the microphone or sound or bit rate versus uh, frame rate, you know, versus resolution, which is another common one, which I'm really good at. People don't always know what they're actually trying to achieve. They'll tell you what they think the solution is, um, but they won't tell you what they're trying to do. So I always say, well, what are you really trying? What's your end result you want here? And once you find that out, then you can solve that problem. So the mic here, I found it, is the Audio-Technica AT2035. Samsonite. Ooh. I was way off. I'm going to link it in chat. But yes, uh, with problem solving, that that's like the number one thing. Um, to make sure you know what it is you want, because then you can reverse engineer the solution. You don't want to waste time looking for a solution based upon something you think might work. Mm-hmm. And when you want to try and work the other direction. And not everyone does that naturally. You know, I learned it to do... Uh, the bitrate, frame rate, resolution thing through adversity. Like my my upload speed on my internet, you experienced that. I've been having problems with that for a long time. So you ha- I had to learn relative bit rates for certain resolutions, like what I can get away with. And it wasn't so much what you normally think. Well, I want to do this resolution, therefore what bit rate should I have? It really was a, a direct reverse engineering. I only have this much bits available to me. How do I make the best looking stream with OBS settings when I'm limited to say 800 kilobytes per second? And I had to solve that. And I have a pretty good idea, you know, all the way up to and including 6,000, like where you can kind of follow in and what to expect. That's one of those things that, you know, you can talk about theories of numbers and stuff all day long, but until you actually have to solve that problem, it's not as practical. Because honestly, most of the time, you don't need as many bits as you're using when it comes to, to streaming. Really? Even and how does, how does that impact our channel? Uh, if you put too many bits, if you do the full 6,000 limit to do a 1080p 60 frames per second stream, there's going to be a lot of people all over the world that can't watch you. They'll see the, the, the stream is buffering. They will assume it's you and not them. And if, you, and if you're an affiliate, or not an affiliate that doesn't have transcoding, they either, if they want to use it, can't use it, or won't even think to use it. So you're losing viewership at that point. You are losing opportunities. So you want to give the best possible resolution that you can um, in order to be entertaining. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, fam, but 720p 60 frames on the internet looks just as good as 1080p 60 frames unless you're watching on a large monitor 
And by large, I mean 36 or bigger. And if you are, power to you. Cool. There are streamers out there that will do that, and that's great. You are like the 1% of all Twitch viewers. Most people want a consistent, smooth stream, 720p at 60 frames, which you can reasonably do at 3,500 kilobytes per second, can be done with the right settings. So what would you suggest for someone who is like having issues with finding their their bit rate and frame rate and all of that? How do we how do we solve that problem easily? Uh, two concepts. One, you have to be able to like put the time in to go, okay, I have you have to know what factors you have, first of all. Second thing is you want to see how it looks. Sometimes this is best done with a friend or as four creators, we can help you with this. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to plug. Please, yeah, so, plug away. Yeah, totally plug. So the first step in that, you got to know what your consistent speed is. So when, I, when we talk about internet speed, it's not what they say you should be getting. Like For example, with my internet connection, I pay for up to 85 megs up. Okay? Mm-hmm. I don't get that. At most, I get 65. And then it's not 65 megabytes per second, like which... But logically, right, that would be 65,000 kilobytes per second. That's the way it used to be, okay? It's not that way anymore because what your overall speed is and your throughput, what you're actually doing at a consistent basis every second is different. So the speed test I did right before we went on, because I knew this question would come up. <laughs> I, I know it. 53 megabytes per second up, uh, which translates to a throughput of 6,633 kilobytes per second. So that, it's like 10% of what you what you, we've been taught to believe you're getting. Because at some point they started metering these connections to where you're only ever gonna need, so, so what that really means is I'm getting 6.6 megabytes per second upload speed consistent with that speed. So can I go higher? Yes, but what I can count on is that 6.6 megs underneath. That's why you have these great high speeds out there for with relatively lower cost to the consumer because where they cut the corners was on the upstream. You'll see a yes. lot, a lot of, uh, a lot of ISPs have done this. I don't think it's subversive or anything. It's just important to understand that that 53 megs, you're not getting all 53 of them all the time. Right. You're getting, you're getting 6.6 all the time. That's your baseline. So knowing that, Here's my number I got to work with. And then you go into OBS and you start building from there. Um, there are several resources on the net as far as like what bit rate is suggested for each resolution. I will tell you that depending upon what your encoder settings are, you can probably go lower than that. It all depends upon what your setup is. Uh, if you have like a 7700, an i7 7700, and you have like an AMD card, you're going to want to go with cpu encoding if you have an nvidia card you want to go with nvenc uh, encoding which is like next to no impact on your computer but they're two different encoders they operate in different ways so you want to kind of you there's different settings within the resolution that will then impact that you need lower or higher bit rates if that makes sense and i realize that's really nerdy this is very this is very dense and like even as somebody (laughs) that worked in tech for a long time and kind of is around this information all the time like it's not super easy stuff to digest and especially for people that are either newer to twitch or maybe small streamers that are just now like taking this seriously this can be really complicated so (laughs) how do we simplify this is there like can we talk to you and you make it easier on us or or, do you have any plans to make any guides to kind of explain this stuff because i feel like there's not really one solid resource for streamers to go to that simplifies all of this like dense technical information and one of the things that i find is also a problem with that is that everyone who's trying to make a definitive guide will abandon that guide and then it's out of date in six months so yes, yeah. we actually have we have plans to build um, a knowledge base. I'm debating on whether to use the wiki uh, structure, which I probably will, just because it's easier to maintain a database that way. Um, but yes, th- so I want to serve as many masters as I can, you know. So for the folks that don't want to know why or how it works, just want to be able to say, 
I need to optimize this. How do I do this? I'll ask them a few questions. We'll do a few tests, get them to where they're happy. And then they can go on their merry way. But for the guy or gal that wants that help, but also wants to know why that database is going to be there. Um, we are going to be putting out some videos. I'm still trying to figure out what ones are going to be best. Um, I've shied away from the idea of the videos mainly because they do go out of date because the few tech support videos I have on my YouTube channel, I still get stuff like stuff. that's no longer a viable solution, but I sold the video up and people will be like, well, this doesn't work anymore. Like, I know it doesn't. That's why the video is five the years video old. Is, yeah. The video is like yeah. five years old. It can't, right. unfortunately with videos. Yeah. You definitely have to like commit to them consistently. Right. And if you're not like consistently creating them, then they do go out of date really quickly. Right. So what I think we'll do with videos is make like, why is this a thing? How does it work? Like that explanation of the bitrate versus resolution, because mm -hmm. that's not going to really change um, as far as how that concept works. And then as far as the actual knowledge base, we'll have that on the website as we build it. Absolutely. Yay. That's going to help a lot of people, I think, for sure. I'm so glad that you've come up with this idea because I feel like it's it's such an underserviced part of the community and it's such a big mm -hmm. part of it, right? Like it's it's so hard whenever something happens either immediately before a stream or just consistent problems. Like I know, um, who is it? Like Punji Stick and Law Renene mm -hmm. have been just having crazy problems with their internet and like they can't stream. And if that's your livelihood and you can't stream because you're having technical issues, that's terrible. It's the worst. That's it's so awful. Yeah, so I'm really glad like somebody is actually kind of stepping up and taking this giant project by the horns to fix this information. So you also mentioned like whenever we talked off mm -hmm. the recording that this was really kind of deep into like developing problem solving yes. on Twitch, right? So how do you yes. feel like this is going to develop people's ability to have that skill of problem solving and why is it I important? It goes back to something I said earlier, uh, which really comes down to you have to know how to problem solve. Like it isn't just about saying, I want to do this. How do I do this? It, it's, it's, it goes deeper than that in the sense that you have to identify the end result you're going for, which isn't always exactly the same as, hey, this is broken. How do I fix that? Like, I'll give you an example. Um, the end result of the resolution argument is I want a smooth stream that also doesn't kill my internet speed for being able to play the game I'm playing and so forth. So if we know that's the, what we're trying to solve, then you have to ask questions that set up the resources or the factors involved with that problem. So like, what's your throughput? What software are you using? Uh, what game are you playing? Do you need, how much bandwidth do you need for the game you're playing and so on? And once you identify all those things, then you construct the solution so you're basically if the problem is if you think of it if you visualize it as a timeline where you've got the ending of your problem here you've got the beginning of your problem here where it's not solved and here it is solved you define the end you want then you define the beginning and you just kind of meet in the middle until you get there and it's a process um, that takes time to learn it seems really easy in concept but it's hard to master because you have to know, ask the right questions um like how many times have we been you know doing something and you get so far in a project and then you're like well, why why is this happening now and then you gotta <laughs> like put pause on that and go off in this other place so yeah the, the key i feel for any problem solving comes down to taking the time to ensure you understand what you're trying to do and all the things that can go into it. Once you have that, you can kind of push through. And it's not an inherent skill that people have. Uh, it's, it's a learned skill. So with S4 Creators, what we're trying to do is for those that are interested, we don't want to just be the turnkey solution. We also want to help people learn how to do this for themselves so they won't always need a resource like us. That's the goal, you know, to make many more people like this. Um, but that is with the understanding that there's always going to be the person that does just want the, I just want it, just fix it for me. And that's fine. That's how a business like ours stays afloat. I'm okay with this. Um, but I know that there's people that like will stay up till four in the morning fixing some stupid ass problem with FUBAR 2K like I did a few years ago. Um, and it's the dumbest thing. 
It's stupid little little things. And that for people that obsess over that stuff but lack the tools on how to fix these things, we're here to teach as much as we are to provide a service. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that about it. It's not, it's not just, hey, we want to make money because you have problems, let me fix them. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, yes, there are always going to be people that want their problems fixed and they just want to throw money at it and make it go away. And I think it's yes. awesome that you provide that opportunity for people to do that. But also like you're teaching people a skill. This is like a life skill. This is a skill that you need as a content creator. Like if you are going to be creating digital content and creating stuff that requires you to be around technology, you need to know how to solve the problems that come up consistently in your world. Exactly. So I think that's really awesome. Hats off to you. Literally, I'm not wearing a hat for I know, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Jim always wears a hat, you guys. And he actually did his hair and he got his hair did and he, he chopped off some of the beard for us. So, uh, Good. It was, it was crazy. He definitely, he dressed up it, for you guys. It was like down to here, yeah. It was, it was like big, as you recall. Like I, was, I could like pull it out and stuff. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was, uh, it was a little Viking for sure. R. Another. <laughs> yeah. Another. I like this drink. Another. <laughs> I, can't, I can't, I can't do his Thor voice because the Thor voice in my head is always like the, you know, Shakespearean dramatic voice from the comics. But you know, that's fine. I know, I know. It's so yeah, good. True story. God, yes. I want to watch Thor now. Ah! Why must you do Side this? Sidetracked again! I know! Damn you, Jim. Damn you. Damn. It's one of my many skills. Oh, yeah? Problem solving and getting people sidetracked? Exactly. Absolutely. Oh, that's great. Very useful. Squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> Where? <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. So. <laughs> let's uh let's talk about um another problem that is mm -hmm. super common okay so we have audio issues mm -hmm. we have um frame rate problems what mm -hmm. about what's the next one what would you say the third biggest issue that a streamer is going to come across would be would you say um, like isps i mean to a degree or I is mean, there anything someone... we can even do about that <laughs> Not, I mean, yes and no. Like you, you have to know. Like, I think we could lump that into like the frame rate, resolution, bit rate thing, uh, because if you know your way around that, you're gonna know what question to ask your ISP uh, to figure out like what problems. Are. Like I've been working with my ISP forever, uh, and that's a whole other ball of wax. Um, but you know what? Like the other problems would be like. Uh, just the physical act of constructing your stream together and making sure it looks the way you want it to look understanding how like OBS works or uh, now you've got slobs as they call it, which is like, really Streamlabs? Come on guys. Um, bots, bot setup is a big one. Streamlabs offers that as well. Um, so just the mechanics of like, well, how do I do fill in the blank? Mm -hmm. That's the, I would say the, the third biggest thing is like, how do I, when well, I've got the right mic, I, I know what I, bit rate I can stream it, but how do I do this? How do I do that? How do I make this do this? You know, and that's uh, that's the biggest stuff. So, like, example, like I was, I had no concept of how things um, worked within, uh, you know, OBS as far as overlays and stuff like that. And I had to all trial and error. Like, I was like, I've seen this. And then, like, well, how do I do that? And then I would spend hours researching it. And then, uh, like, you look at my first stream versus my stream now, it's not that much different, it's just refined. So my goal is to help people jump to the end. Be like, what do you really wanna do? And then let's let's do that for as little investment time and, and money as possible. That's the big one, so. Mm -hmm. So like now when people are like, for example, uh, I'm partnered with uh, Visuals by Impulse, VBI. Uh, when people say, well, where do I get overlays? I send them over to VBI because they've got a ton of free packages that look amazing. They just released an animated overlay package and they do like animated alerts and stuff. It's, you know, it's, it's generic. It's mm -hmm. not personalized, but you know what? It's more than you had when you walked in the door if you just started streaming and you're gonna look better than the average, average bear. You know, another thing like some people can't stream from PC. 
Um, so they're streaming from like a console or something like that. Um, how do you get them to look as good as they possibly can with those tools and resources that they have? Like may, they may not know about those settings. Kind of just coaching them, you know, uh, to get things tooled the best way. Uh, I did see a question in chat about my Twitch and YouTube and so forth. I made this so easy on myself, and I can teach you how to do it too. Just, <laughs> just grindheadgym.com slash whatever you're looking for. Discord, YouTube, Twitch, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of it. And uh, for S4 creators, same thing. Um, S4, the number four creators. So if you go s4creators.com slash discord or s4creators.com slash Twitter, et cetera, it's all there. It's all there. Very simple stuff because I don't like having to remember weird URLs. So I just create forwards for everything on my website. We do that too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's really smart. We do website assistance as well. Uh, I dabble a little bit in website design. I've got some affiliates that do website design as well, so we can refer you to a, a full-fledged web designer if you need one. Um, or just like how, because people don't know how that works. Well, like, so if they just want to know, because for example, like we sell things hourly, but there's packages and stuff because that's just the way that this industry tends to work. Um, WordPress design, yep, absolutely. We do that too. Um, but like, like for example, some, say someone wanted to just yap about something. Like they wanted to bounce ideas and say, well, what if this? Well, what if this? And they just wanted to consult. We do that too. So it's all wrapped in the same package. So like you're not just, like if you're buying one of our packages, you're not just buying troubleshooting. You're not just buying consulting. You're not just buying teaching. You're buying all of that. You use your time you've paid for however you want. So if someone wants to just buy me for an hour and say, let me run all this stuff by you, we'll do that for now. Absolutely. You know, on the other hand, if you come to Discord, ask me one question, like, I'm not going to charge you for it. Right. You know, it, it's, it, it's that, you know, once you kind of, uh, when you know I, I've got a larger project or I, I just, I know I'm going to just want to sit and do some stuff, you know, that's when you do that. Mm -hmm. So we're working on all that. Yeah, there's definitely a level whenever you have to cut someone off and be like, hey, I've really enjoyed helping you, but I, I gotta go go do something else now. I got some some projects and stuff mm -hmm. waiting for me. Mm -hmm. So. And that's something that, I, I think that's a big part of like why this exists. Um, because when you have a friend that's helping you out, for example, at some point they're like, dude, I gotta, I gotta pee or I gotta eat. Well, my girlfriend's calling, my mom's calling, my dog has to take a shit, like whatever. <laughs> you know. Or the underlying thing, which is like, dude, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> because they don't. And it's totally understandable. You know, you, 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 the most, I said this to you before um, when we were just talking, but the most valuable resource you have, the number one is your time. The one just under that are the things you're good at, your skills. So when, you're asking someone to donate their time and their skills to you, there's a limit. Mm -hmm. And it was like, well, how do I like, how do I like make it so that people can get as much help as they want and not feel bad about taking up that time? I'm like, aha, <laughs> just make a business out of it. Like it sounds cheesy and it sounds really capitalist. It is by the way. Um, <laughs> but, but basically like, that's the bottom line is that one of the problems you see is that people will ask you for help and then apologize every third sentence for taking up your time. And it's like, you know, this would go a lot faster if you just shut up and let me help you. So when you're a client and you, and, and, of, of someone who does this for a living, you don't feel guilty about it. You just, you can get it done. You don't have to feel weird about it. It takes all the social awkwardness out of it because we all know content creators are not the most socially, you know, adept people in the world sometimes. <laughs> That's why we hide behind a damn camera. All yes, day, right? <laughs> absolutely. You know, I had one of my friends lambast me today. They're like, when you leave the house? I'm like, next week, maybe. I left the house last week. Fine. Yeah, I left the house uh, a few days ago. I'm good. Basically. I'm good for like another two weeks. This is fine. True story. <laughs> this is fine. This is I fine. love that. So we had somebody in 
chat kind of pose an interesting situation. iGaming Public yeah. said OBS lags my computer. It's hard to stream. Okay, when you say lags your computer, do you mean everything slows down to where like the CPU is really high? Like is your task manager running high? Um, like what's what's happening? By the way, Angry Ox is a gamer. I see you, wink. Um, yeah, he's throwing the biddies down. Yeah, absolutely. he's being so that's nice. Awesome. That's so Very nice. Cool. Very kind of you, <laughs> Angry. Like, he's like, I leave my house every day. <laughs> um, I mean, it's good. In my video games, I do. Right. <laughs> That's the funny part. Like, people will, like, assume I'm just, like, uh, playing video games all day, and I, I, I actually don't. Um, okay, I pick iGaming Public. Yeah, CPU is high only when using OBS. Um, there are settings within OBS you can use to lower that CPU usage. Um, make sure that it's fully up to date. Make sure your drivers are up to date. Um... If you have a GPU a graphics card uh, that's, that's NVIDIA, I would advise you to uh, change your encoder to NVENC, N-V-E-N-C, because that will take the encoding off of your CPU and, and push it onto your GPU, and it won't hurt your games at all. That's, that's the biggest thing. If your CPU is up, it's because you're encoding through the CPU, and you can change the settings for that. I think I need that's to switch that over, too. I'm pretty sure. I really uh -huh. would because if, if you you've seen my streams like pretty daggum smooth when the internet lets it be, um, and it's because I'm using that and I'm, I'm what I do is I because I'm not using the CPU it's safe for me to set the profile at a high uh, priority so it, OBS is always kind of on top of the processes and then I encode using NVENC and I do everything else to kind of like meet in the middle and everything comes up nice and smooth. Yay. No worries, man. Aw, yay. Hey, what, Tusi? That's one of mine. Oh, cool. What's up with Tusi? How's it going, dude? So let's jump into the business side of S4 Creators again real quick, yes. and then we are going to take some questions from you guys. So get your questions ready. If you have any tech support problems, anything that is going on with like audio, um, ISP, maybe frame rate stuff, maybe you're dropping frames or something on OBS, you're having OBS problems, SLOBS issues, get those questions ready. We're gonna talk about the business side of S4 Creators for a second and then we will yeah. open it up to chat. So <clears throat> tell me a little bit more about how this is set up and how someone would kind of communicate with you whenever they had a question. So is it just, they just go to the website and then boom, you call them on Discord or how does the actual process work? That's gonna depend upon the client. Um, my, you know, my goal would be for them to reach out in any way that they feel comfortable. Uh, that's why we've got the Twitter. That's why we've got the Discord, why we've got the website. Um, if someone wants to go to the website and open a trouble ticket right away, one of the fields on that ticket says explicitly, how do you want to be contacted? What do you prefer? Do you want email? Do you want, um, you know, Discord? Do you prefer Twitter? Like, what, what are you going for? And then we'll stick with that throughout the entire thing. Um, typically, you know, if I'm looking at my preference, typically Discord's going to be what I prefer. Um, and then as soon as, like, we establish that, we can do a, a call, you know, show me stuff, screen sharing, whatever. Um, Snapchat, I mean, we could use Snapchat. Um, I probably won't, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, if someone's like, I have nothing but Snapchat, and if they really needed that, Oh, my sure. God. <laughs> Be prepared for some salty pictures, though. Prepare for some salty pictures. Yeah, I don't they think can, I've they used can... Snapchat since, like, 2016. I, I have it, and I, I, I've looked at it, I'm like, ew, I don't like this. Yeah, dead app. But I have it. Dead app, guys. <laughs> Oh. Don't use Snapchat anymore. Instagram stories kind of killed it. I mean, I don't even use those though. Like, what even? That, that's a question for after the show, but like, someone needs to explain me what a Snapchat story is. Like, <laughs> like, what even is that? Is I'm like, like, I post a picture, I post a video. Like, why does it have to be called anything else? Are you stupid? Um, but yeah, they can they can come on the site and they can go to because the, everything's linked there. Uh, if they're on Twitter and they see that, they can just click there. Um, and we can initiate the process, whatever's best for them. Awesome. Super easy. So just s4creators.com and we'll figure it out. Yeah. Whether they want easy. to go to Discord, they can go slash Discord or slash Twitter or whatever they want. Yes. 
All right, guys, if you have any questions, feel free. Now is the time. Also, uh, Brucifer, I think that pen pals would be a lovely option. <laughs> if somebody literally <laughs> wants to write you a letter like, hey, I'm, I'm having problems with my OBS. Can you help? And you as write them I, back. <laughs> as soon as I get that letter, I'm calling Guinness on the phone going, hey, man, I got a new record for it. We didn't even know existed. Longest <laughs> troubleshooting call of all time. <laughs> Through the mail. Imagine if we actually had to troubleshoot through snail mail. Like, that would be so crazy. Oh my gosh. I am so thankful yeah, for the I internet. Would, no. Just, I, no. 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 My Angry, first job so was much. sorting mail. Was, oh, sorting mail? Yeah. Oh. Very first job I ever had. Yeah. Sounds good. Not fun. They give you this little rubber, like, spiky condom thing to put on your thumb. Oh, fancy. Yeah, oh, no, I know, what, I know what you're talking about. People that count money or, like, do the thing. Yeah, yeah, it makes it, like, yeah. super easy to, yeah, mm -hmm. to, like, sort stuff. Yeah, it's, I don't recommend it. <laughs> it's not fun. It's not a fun job. It was good money, though, for, what it, for as, you know, you know, 15 years old or whatever. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Ugh. It reminds me of those little things, like, little old ladies would use whenever they're like hand sewing they put them on their oh, thumb so that they don't yeah they don't like stick their thumb yeah it's a new age it's thimble like that, that's like, what it's called like the ex seamstress doesn't even know what a thimble is come on what is that <laughs> god um, hey i've 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 heard crazier things <laughs> so, so it's like you know I, whatever not everyone can be old like me okay not like everybody. like us please like us Oh, please. <laughs> I, I, I got at least a decade on you. I, it's fine. I've almost fine. got three decades. I'm moving up. I'm moving yeah. up in the world. Moving on up. You know, <laughs> <laughs> then the song falls apart. Of course. I love Shifty. Have you tried turning it off and on again? Bulk letters needed. <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a meme and it's a trope because of that show, which I love that show. Um, but it legitimately fixes more problems than it does. Um, I, for example, I was having a weird issue with, uh, static after the last windows update. And I'm like, what is this? Ah! I'm like flipping tables and wait a minute, shut everything down, shut the computer down, walk away for five minutes, come back, turn it back on. It's fine. How does that work? Why are... technology is <laughs> weird, dude. Yes. Technology is so it, weird. It is. It really is. Man, I'm going to get cut of all these bits that... that Dude, I know! Yeah. I need to start doing something like anytime a guest is on, they get like half of donations and tips and stuff. Nah, you got to do that. I mean, I mean that should awesome be a thing, that though. Do that. Yeah, I see that. I think that would be know. cool. Yeah, <laughs> it, it would definitely be a way to like get some, like maybe a guest who's like playing hardball, but like yeah, I'll give you half the donation to bits if you come in. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I've had a couple of those. I've had a couple of people. I'm like, uh, you don't seem very nice. <laughs> Why we got to yeah. be like this? Let's just be let's just be nice to each other. And, but, but that's kind of the thing, though. Like, <clears throat> it, And again, I think that may be the difference between like your format and mine, where I'm not going for like every subject matter expert necessarily, mm -hmm. but I do like... What I do is I pick people based off of like, I want to talk about this. Who do I know or who can I find that I like that can also talk about this and we can have a conversation, you know? Yeah. You don't have that luxury, unfortunately, stream coach. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Please. Who's the best person for the job, even if they're an asshole? You know? Oh my God, yeah. Which is That's why so I'm true. here. Ah, yeah, because you're an asshole. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. Uh, Jay Brewster said, best way to execute batch files to a remote computer via the network. Okay, I have, I have a, a question back. Why, why are you using this in your stream? Why, how is that a stream question, number one? Because <laughs> uh, I can't think of a reason. Um, but that said... Um, he probably isn't. Things. It's probably not for a stream. No, he's, he's trying to test my knowledge, which is hilarious. Ooh, fancy. And to be honest, batch files isn't my thing. Um, but I have guys on my team that are, so... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he wants to be on though. your team, and he's like, well, why do you let me see where I could fit. Let's see. That's why I gave him the link. 
I'm like, bro, and he's in there, you know. We can talk about that. Yeah. Look at his little, his evil laugh. Oh, come on, <laughs> Bruce. <laughs> no, because he knew what he was doing. Like, I, I see you, Bruce. I see you, bro. I see you. <laughs> you know? Stream coach, the best asshole for the job. <laughs> like, that's good. That's good, Shifty. That's good. No, mean? my life. What have I gotten myself into? Okay. Oh, he actually has the reason to start all programs at once via Stream Deck on both computers. Whoa. Uh, you would have to honestly with that. You, what you'd want to do is write a script. Um, so what you want to do is like write a script that then transmitted those files. So basically, you'd have to have a script on both computers, and then you'd have to they'd have to be able to respond. That executable would have to open up remotely. So you'd have to like remote into those computers, which you could even do that with them. Uh, Chrome remote desktop on a phone for crying out loud. So what you want to do is create a uh, a, a hotkey macro batch program if you've already got those up and running. And I would that if if I were going to do that, I would do it that way. I would just use Chrome remote desktop and go boop, and it go boop. But for a more automated solution, there's other things you could do. But to be perfectly honest, I think it'd be more complicated than it needs to be uh, personally. But I understand the need, and it's something that maybe maybe it's a product no one has really come up with yet. I don't know. Maybe a lot of programs. Ooh, might be an opportunity to make a product. I will talk to some programmer friends and get on that. Ooh, okay, so we have a couple of questions. So Skipso said, just a quick question. Sometimes when streaming, yeah. my OBS drops up to 98% frames, yet when I go direct from console, it's fine. I tried going through the settings and can't seem to find anything to do to fix it. Okay, um, this can be a lot of different things. So I can tell you some of the things to start looking for. If you're dropping frames, it's usually because like when you go from console, it's going to change and optimize based upon what's available in a way that it doesn't care about the stream quality. OBS will adjust as much as it can depending upon your settings, but never at the expense of quality, which is why you get a frame rate drop. So that's probably uh, a combination of those settings we talked about earlier, where what resolution are you going for? What frame rate are you going for? What bit rate are you trying to use um, along with encoding settings and things like that? So one of those things are out of whack or a couple of those things are out of whack, which is causing, because we talked about how you have this much bandwidth available, only this much is your throughput. And there's a bottleneck, right? You're trying to put this much data into a, a, a pipe this big and that's where frame rate drop comes in because it's you're trying to push all this into this one tube and the frames are just flying off the sides. So we have to figure out why those frames or that information uh, is too big for the pipe. And do we widen the pipe or do we try to compress the information in some way? That's the most likely reason for it. And we can certainly take a look at that if you want to hop in the Discord sometime. We'll help you out. But oh yes, that's God. that's why. Dude, that analogy just like blew my mind. It explains so much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do. The next question is from Cherubi Knight. Yeah. How exactly uh -huh. do you identify digressing quality issues between high traffic gameplay from hardware, bitrate, or consistent inconsistent upload speed? Well, um, when you say it's digressing quality issues during high traffic gameplay, so like what it sounds like, and correct me if I'm not getting this right, because I want to identify the problem before I try to solve it. Um, it sounds like when the gameplay is getting faster, your stream starts to degrade. I think it's the, and if that is what it is, it's a combination of things. Uh, possibly a CPU or a GPU load is too high, and it's slowing everything down when things are going high end. Um, it could also be simply those problems that we were having before. Um, or talking about with with Skipso, where is just too much data for a small pipe, or a combination, uh, and you, I, you have to start at the beginning, right? So when we're talking about streaming. The first thing I want to look at is can I fix it purely in OBS, and if I can, great. If we can't fix it purely in OBS, it's going to become a synergy between the settings in OBS and the settings in your game. Example: for me to stream PUBG on one PC, I have to put PUBG in medium settings even though my, my computer is capable of doing it at ultra, uh, OBS just doesn't fly with those two because it's such a CPU intensive game. So it, it kind of goes between all those factors. It, it just kind of, you start from 
you know, what do we, what do we, where's the problem manifesting? In this case, it's OBS. We start there. If that, not that, then we move to the game and so on and so forth. Perfect. That's how I, that's how I identify it. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is going to kind of clarify the situation you were talking about with Skipso a little bit more, mm -hmm. but where was it? Oh my God. I no. See it here. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. My chat keeps moving. Yeah, 30 frames per second is the most I go for. I try to stick a 7, I'm guessing 720p at 28 bits on a 5 minute upload. Okay, so the problem right there is probably that the throughput that your provider is giving you isn't a full 5. Um, so as a result, you may not be getting uh, that as your throughput. So I would want to have you do a test to see what the actual throughput is, what they're actually giving you. And then from where we can reverse engineer your uh, your stream. Because I'll be honest, 30 frames, 720, you can get away with 25 easily uh, with the right settings. So definitely things that we could look at for sure. There's just more information that we would need. <laughs> Why are you so good at this? Uh, 20 years experience. <laughs> Because it's really, it, it's for me, I find it's less about, because here's the thing. Um, I'm not a human encyclopedia. If I don't know, I'm doing Google search too, which I'm really good at. And I'm really good at doing research because you're not just asking for my knowledge. You're asking for a solution. So if I were to sit here and purport to be a know-it-all about this stuff, that's bullshit. And oh, that's yeah. Not true. Yeah, you can't trust anybody that's like, I will literally, I know everything about this topic and I will literally give you the right answer every single time. Like if you're no, looking for like, yeah, exactly. If you're looking for like coaches or anybody in tech support or consultations or any of that kind of stuff, like mm -hmm. you need to make sure that the person has the authenticity to say when they don't know something. Like I don't know is the sign of a good whatever yes. that person is <laughs> yes. yes and it's something that uh you know i i lead with my face on this stuff where it's like i know a lot of this stuff and i know like i know concepts but where, the skill that i bring that is brings value is the ability to identify the problem and create a solution based on information that's not easy because even if you find the answer because i I got one client I've talked to a dozen times in the last two weeks and you'll give them the exact solution and they'll come back with, okay, well, okay, now what? I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, huh? I'm like, okay. And some people, they're either scared of the technology, they're scared they'll screw it up uh, or whatever. So you have to walk them through things in a different way. And that person just does not have, like, they're not going to go on Google. They're not do a whole lot. Or when they get the information, they're just kind of like, well, how, what, now what? Like, like if you told someone how to make a sandwich by saying you get bread, meat, cheese, and lettuce and go to town, they're like, huh? You're going to, you're just going to have a loaf of bread with meat, cheese, and lettuce on it. And they're like, is this right? This doesn't look right. Some folks, you got to do things differently. And that's one of the things that we can identify. Goggle. Oh my god. Oh my Goggle god. Goggle is my best friend. <laughs> I love Goggle. Goggle.com. <laughs> oh, that's okay, Grumpus. We're glad you got to come and hang out for a little bit at least. We've been just chilling. Mm hmm. Yeah. Actually, I think that applies to like a lot, Bruce. I think it has. A lot of, of value and like wisdom in that in what your teacher told you because yes if, even just with the things you like right or with the facts that like you're starting this business like if you know that you've had this problem before you know other people are going to have this problem too so just exactly. make that business get that organization started start that new content make that thing that is going to help solve that problem like the more that we can become problem solvers the more that we're going to help people and the the bigger our communities are going to grow because we're solving these worldwide issues that people are having and, and that's that's the goal right i mean mm -hmm. uh we are on the you know people talk about twitch has been around for however many years now six years um i guess it's like six or seven now but the 
the thing is, it's in its infancy. Like, yeah. know, when TV started, when TV started out, not everyone knew how to make TV content either. Um, and and these, these cameras were new, and, and you know, all these concepts were new. Lighting was new, and stuff like that. Um, so I feel like we're still at the ground floor. Whether you want to, like, you know, even like two, three years ago, um, you know, there's been like massive changes in these platforms. And we're not just talking Twitch. I'm talking about Mixer and YouTube too and all the others. Um, and I, I feel that you have to be ready to change. You have to be ready to move forward. Like that's why anyone who does plant their flag into the ground and say, I'm good at this you have to know that you're good at this today because tomorrow could all change, Ooh. you know? So like the person that comes in um, last year around, let's say February and says, I am really good at getting people partnered on Twitch. Well, two months later, the affiliate program came out and screwed them all up. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and for the majority of streamers that are out there, for example, the affiliate program solves the majority of problems that they were having as far as not being partnered. Um, you, I find less and less people are like crazy about going partner uh, because of like, if I get affiliate, that's the new like super hype goal because now I can kind of grow at my own pace and feel like I'm not wasting opportunities. Perfect. It's a perfect solution. As a result, the partner program has become a bit more selective with good reason. And it's something that's meant to be two different levels. And it does operate that way, despite what a lot of partners were crying about last year. Um, it has come to fruition. But those are, but with that comes like new problems to solve. Like, well, how do I do this? And how do I do this? And how do I do this? Problems that just didn't exist before. You know, there are, there are now like tens of thousands of more people that need emotes now. You didn't know how to insert them. And then because of like something like that, or because they never had subscriptions before, well, how do I put this kind of alert on my screen? And how do I get it to do this? And can I, you know, so every, every small change, it seems like, well, they just split this up. It's like that conceptually is, is simple, but the effect is a ripple that affects every part of what we do. So you have to be able to run and change with it. And that's one of the things that, we want to kind of keep at the forefront of our businesses. We're not just going to say, well, this is the right way to do this and the right way to do that. Cause how many times have you gone to a forum for a piece of software? <clears throat> I'm not going to name names. Um, and you ask a question and the next thing they ask you is, you know, post this or tell us this or tell us that. And as soon as you give them the information they're looking for, they will say without really looking at the problem, well, this is clearly your problem. No, I've already tried that. Well, it's got to be that. Well, it's not, it's not fixing it. And it, because they're kind of marred in this idea of this is the way it's done. Well, there's too many variables in what we do to say, well, this has to be it. You have to be able to like be flexible and be on your feet and move with the problem. And that's why like volunteers on forums and people who just volunteer their time on Twitter or whatever are never going to be the same answer as a dedicated team of people that their whole job is to fix the problem. You right. know, because people that don't have an investment in your success will tap out. I tried and then they feel good about themselves the rest of the day. And that's, mm -mm, sorry, not going to cut it. In, in at the level that today's content creation is at, whether you're on Instagram, YouTube, Mixer, Twitch, whatever, you need a place to go where you know you're going to get the attention that you need, that you have the quality that you want so you can take your business where you want it to go. You need someone to take you seriously. We will take you seriously. So as you guys can see, Grindhead Jim is an incredibly helpful person. If you need some help with your stream and you want to step up your problem-solving skills so you don't run into those tough situations with your channel, head to supportforcreators.com. That's S, the number four, 
creators.com or you can just go to grindheadgym.com and he has links to everything on there as well. If this show was helpful for you guys, feel free to come hang out with us on Patreon. We have a community there of people that are just kind of like linking arms and helping each other learn more about streaming. You can get coaching sessions from me on there. We also do interviews with successful streamers. There is a patron-only podcast as well as like monthly posts of other helpful resources for you. So stepping up your streaming game is something that is something you take extremely seriously consider heading over there it's a buck to get access to some of those incredible resources that i'm talking about so check it out that's over at patreon.com slash and i love you guys thank you so much for listening you guys are awesome and the reason that i do this like this is such a, a big passion for me this is such a big part of my life is actually helping streamers pursue their dream of learning to stream and i wouldn't be able to do that if you guys didn't listen and hang out with me during this podcast so i appreciate you more than you will ever know and we're gonna have zadmeister sign us off now i will see you guys next week thank you for listening to the stream coach podcast see you next week